This is episode 63 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hello, my friend. Welcome. Today is Monday, and on Mondays I talk to you about your spiritual life. We've got just a couple minutes. Satan is a liar and a loser. He's a liar. He is a loser. I want to talk to you today about pornography. And I'll be just straight up. I'm wondering if you're struggling with it. Are you struggling with pornography? Are you involved in porn addiction? There's a few things I want to say about it. And then I want to give you some suggestions so that you can find some help. I have worked with so many different pastors who struggle and are defeated in this area of their life. And it is not necessary. It is very common. So if it's true for you, you're not alone. You're not alone. I can't think of one adult male in ministry that I've ever talked to, including myself, who didn't have some kind of a learning curve. I'm, so, so I'm thinking about those who are older and those who remember what it was, the world was like without the internet and had to navigate that internet entrance into our society and the entrance of smartphones and how we had to figure out what were we going to do with access to any kind of sin imaginable? How are we going to handle ourselves? So let's talk about that for just a minute. Pornography rots your soul. A pastor friend of mine uh, for years, actually, not real close, but I know him, see him quite often, and all of a sudden he left his church, and I didn't really know why, and I'm busy, and I didn't catch up with him, and a few months later I find out, well, he gave his church two weeks' notice, and then he was gone, and then a few weeks after that, he and his wife were separated, and then the word got back to me that he was addicted to pornography, and that it has destroyed his marriage. He is struggling, he's in counseling, and he's absolutely not in ministry anymore, not with his wife anymore, and he's broken, downhearted, defeated, depressed. It's tragic. Pornography rots your soul. It ruins your view of humanity, and it dehumanizes whoever is in front of the camera lens, male or female. It dehumanizes people. God creates us as these beautiful creations, and pornography just trashes that. It trains us to dichotomize our life, to have the public and the private, to have the seen and the unseen, to have the open and the secret, to have the real and to have the fake. Only those two, let me switch them, to have the fake that everybody sees, that's the public, that's the seen, And then the real, what happens in secret that's unseen and private. Pastors who use porn and keep secrets are void of the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's just true. In my life, whenever I've kept a secret sin, I am automatically void of the Holy Spirit's power. Now, I understand some of you are starting to think, well, you know, God doesn't need us. God can use us even in our sin. Yeah, yeah, I understand all that. I get that, right? We all get that. But you understand what I'm saying, Pastor. And if you're the one who's trying to rationalize that, I just got to tell you, it pornography has so damaged 
so many families, so many churches, so many relationships, and it's chopped off at the knees, so many pastors. I just felt like on a day when we're talking about our spiritual life, I just I just wanted to call it out. And honestly, I want to call you out. And if I were the person involved in it right now, I'd want to call me out and say, what are we doing? What are we doing? And it would take it would take an Ashley Madison type of a situation to pull some people out of it. Do, do you remember Ashley Madison? It was that online uh, membership group where you could have a secret affair, have your next affair with us, and somebody hacked into it, and they released all the names. And I remember the story of this one poor guy. This guy was a seminary prof, and he was a pastor. And when he found out that his name got leaked off of the Ashley Madison website, without talking to his wife or his children about it, he just killed himself. He was so mortified that he was found out. And the shame, the shame and the guilt that overcame him, he just killed himself. Pornography grieves the heart of God. That's a duh, right? But do we really think about that, 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 that it, we're grieving God, that it hurts his heart? It desensitizes us to all that is sinful, and it prevents us from accessing all that is holy. It destroys intimacy, and it divides and destroys couples and families. It is a bad situation. What can you do about it? So you may be there. You may be there. If you're there, you have nobody to talk to, then email me, jeff at coachingforpastors.org. I'd love to be able to help you. I'd love to be able to come alongside of you to encourage you. But, but here's what you need to do. You need to admit the reality of your struggle and the reality of the sin of pornography. And not just kind of rationalize it. No, you know, everybody struggles and everybody looks and everybody doesn't look. Everybody does struggle, but not everybody looks. You admit the reality of your struggle, then you confess it to a trusted friend and you ask for help. So you, you've got to speak the sin into the sunlight for it to lose its power. You have to do that. You have to call somebody. You have to meet with somebody, somebody who you trust, somebody who loves you, somebody who's mature enough to handle the information. And you have to just tell them. And it's best if you just tell them everything. And then they help you. And they come alongside you. And they pray with you. And they encourage you. And you set up some safeguards with them. You set up safeguards in your life. Yes, you set up filtering software, you set up rules, you set whatever it is, passwords that you don't have. This is serious. It's really serious. And Satan wants to blind her. Oh, it's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, nobody's ever going to find out until they do. And the gun in your hand looks real inviting. I know. I know it's like a shocking statement. I'm sorry. But this has happened. It's happened to too many people that I know and a couple that I've been close to. So you admit the reality of your struggle, you confess it to a trusted friend, you, you together set up some safeguards, and then see a Christian counselor or, or a pastor or a therapist who has experience in helping people with porn addiction. That's the key. They have to have experience. 
then join a group or a community that's united to reject and resist pornography. It, it has to include other people. It has to be done in community. Now, my friend, I know this was a little bit different of an episode, and I know maybe I just like pop you right in the face with it today. Uh, I'm sorry, but if you're struggling with pornography, I care about you. I'm sorry you are. You, you are a person who is loved by God, and the body of Christ needs to come around one another. So I'm willing to come around you. There are people in your life willing to come around you. Rewind and listen to my suggestions again. And uh, Pastor, I will see you tomorrow on the Tuesday episode of Coaching for Pastors. Pastors.